So it has officially been one year of potty talk. Um, we ended up taking a little hiatus kind of in celebration of that. Obviously much has gone on in the world and we did want to acknowledge and before we hop into the podcast, we wanted to share that we do stand in solidarity with the black community and that we stand in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. We also did wanna include some resources on today's episode. If you're watching this on YouTube, we'll have some on screen. And if you're listening on the podcast app, we'll have it in the description, as well as some donation links that we chose to donate to. And we just wanna continue learning and listening. And we wanna make sure that we use our platforms to share that message as well. So much has gone on in the world these last few weeks and it would be um, unfair for us to not acknowledge what's currently going on. And Jack and I just wanna say that we completely stand in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement and with the black community at this time, sending so much love and positivity to everyone's way. I'm sure Jack feels the same. And let's roll in to today's podcast episode. Wow, it has been a year. Welcome back to Potty Talk. The podcast where we shit, <laughs> shit talk, talk ourselves. ourselves. We haven't been able to do it together. I so know. Long. Everyone was commenting how bad it's been uh, in the past. I'm Jack. And I'm Tor. And, and this is episode fucking number one. <laughs> we're starting a new season. I finally got Jack on the sentiment that we need seasons. So I think we're uh, season three. Yeah, it's a, new, it's a new wave. And we thought the best way to get back into Potty Talk was to really... We were thinking about what was the core of potty talk. It's shit talking, shit, shit talking ourselves, and we love you know just sharing the, those moments in life that make us feel you know life ain't all life ain't all sparkles. Yeah. Um. So we wanted to really reach out to you guys and hear all of our listener stories and kind of those potty talk moments of their lives. So we posted yesterday and today asking you to share your embarrassing stories. And I haven't even read all of them. Embarrassing or shocking is the words. I, I know use. you said shocking. I'm like, what does that? What does that mean? <laughs> but I was like, yeah, share your most potty talk and embarrassing stories. And I've been reading through some of them, and I'm just, I'm absolutely gagged in all of yeah, the ways. I'm floored. I, I love that our audience is so aligned with our level of embarrassment because so Jack and I had this idea that yes, we will read your embarrassing moments, but we've also intertwined our <laughs> own into these stories, which is amazing because some of these are not, you know, are necessarily like PG rated so we haven't shared them on the podcast but now we can anonymously share these stories and no one will ever know which story belongs right. to us you guys can have fun guessing which story is mine which one is tori's we're gonna integrate it in but like we had posted on instagram we're keeping all these stories anonymous so don't worry we're not gonna expose you for shitting on the highway or shitting your pants in public <laughs> and also i feel like everyone's story is involving shit everyone has a story where they've at least poop themselves at least one and a half times. It's so true. I can't believe it. <sighs> Never trust the fart. Never trust the fart. So why don't you start? I have to open my computer and I literally made a Google doc. I got so excited by these stories. It's actually crazy. <laughs> and then I also, okay, so to preface this, I have named the stories. Um, and I'm sorry if I took like, uh, you know, like li literature freedom like is that what you would call it like because i was editing it you know what i mean like i've named oh you them. spiced up their story no no oh. no i didn't change the stories oh. i just gave them a name but i wrote the name so okay. i'm just being clear that like i created the name for each story to like differentiate them i'm gonna be completely honest i did not make a google doc of this i've just screenshot on my favorite so i will be naming my stories afterwards but this one here actually caught my attention first and it's also been so funny because not only have podcast viewers been responding to this, but like random acquaintances and or people that I'm not okay, sorry. You're gonna I'm sorry. Here. No, just do do not disturb me. If you press that up there, no, not it's not a touch screen. Sorry, I meant no with your mouth. <laughs> 
Well, she just was pressing. <laughs> Guys, I've been in quarantine for so and long. And swipe that... up. What? Swipe other way up. Yeah, and then go do not disturb. Whoa, there you go. that's epic. Okay, know, cool. Eh? Um, it's been so fascinating to see who's been reaching out because people that I don't know well have been replying and sharing very vulnerable stories, which honestly, I admire you. that. But let's hop into story number one. Okay, I'm ready. From Anonymous. Okay, embarrassing story here. Please, please keep this anonymous. Oh my god. I was on a trip in Vegas with some friends and we ended up having to stay the night at a friend of a friend's who's owned a townhouse outside of the Strip. Okay. It was only for one night before our flight. As we pulled up, I realized that I had to go to the bathroom real bad and it wasn't going to be pee. Oh god. After checking out the house, I quickly ran into the bathroom to do my business. What I did not know is that the home hadn't been occupied in months and while the owners are away, they shut off the water and electricity, Stop. which makes sense. <laughs> As I finish and I try, as I finish, I try to flush and nothing happens. No. So I try again and again, nothing. So then I start to panic and I'm taking apart the toilet. I'm praying that somehow I can get this turned down. No. It's not happening. I'm sweating and I'm panicking and now someone's waiting for the bathroom and knocking no. on the door. So you know, I yell, just a minute and force myself to pick the poo out of the toilet and I wrap it in some toilet paper. <laughs> And then I throw it into the cupboard underneath the sink. Shut up. It's not over. The worst part is we never got the water running and we had to leave the next day. So that old turd is still back there until someone finds it one horrific day. I'm praying <laughs> that by that time the poo will be fossilized and there will be no trace back to myself. I am dead. And this is also, I'm going to keep this anonymous, but someone that I am acquaintances with. And I was do like, I know them? No, okay. no. But like, what? That is, okay, what would you do? I don't think I would I've picked things out of toilet. Um. What? No, I've like, I've tried to conceal things. Like let's say something's not flushing and I have like a tampon in the toilet yeah. and someone's gonna come in. Like I will do my very best to either like pick it out of the toilet and like put it in the garbage or like, like if it's not gonna flush, like I will say I've never picked poo out of a toilet. <laughs> the idea of just dunking in there. You almost at that point just have to own it. Buddy, I shit in here, let it live. Right. <laughs> I think at that, I mean, honestly at that point, I would just let it be in there. I think it's worse. Cause like, it's also what's worse in that situation to be the person who just shot in the toilet, which is a very normal thing. Right. Or is it worse to be the person that picked the turd out of the toilet, yes. fossilized it and mummified yes. it and threw it under the cover. That's way worse Exactly. So I would rather just be the shitter in the toilet. Same. I would just say, I, I shot, you're going to have to find another bathroom. I understand like the panic of like, oh shit. Like there, I was, know. there was actually one time I was visiting a friend down in Arizona and I was staying with their parents and their parents house and I I clogged the toilet and it, I wasn't even like shitting I think just the toilet paper they didn't have yeah. a very strong like you know suction and their dad had to kind of like help me like plunge I was like no no, no I can plunge it I'm sorry like I don't and then it was like that awkward, awkward thing that you get yeah. so embarrassed to be like I've used the toilet but it's like that's what it's for yeah it's that's we're all doing it like it's not like it's you know I wonder if they still stand by that decision of like the the scoop <laughs> crazy I feel like I've done things like that though like not scoop poo never but like you know when you like almost like shit your pants and you have to like remove your underwear have you ever done that I have to say and I'm gonna actually this is gonna make it very clear which stories are not mine I have never as an adult shit myself right I'm, never, I'm like, like fully knock pooed. on wood I've never fully pooed myself but I'm just saying like like almost release and you're like, I need to throw out these underwear. There's been a shark maybe once yeah. or twice along the line. <laughs> and then it's just like, okay. And then you're at a party oh. and you have to remove your underwear and then go just bare ass for the rest of it. And then one day maybe someone would find, cause I, 
I remember I had done it on my, like... I feel like this is evoking a very specific memory. Just share at this point. What's No, happened? I think I had left, like, dirty underwear under a sink once. Oh, see, I... Mm. And then I found it, like, five years later. Oh, in your own house? Yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> yes. And honestly, it's like, someone else's I home. get the concept, though. It's like, again, not that I would necessarily do it, but I get the concept of, we're leaving this place tomorrow. Fuck it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. my own home, I wouldn't okay. fossilize Yeah, I don't know. Food. I don't know. Thank okay. you for sharing. That was a great one to kick it off. Loved it. The Thank most you potty talk. for the potty talk. Okay, this is my first one. I named it Zipper Boy. Um, okay, this is how it goes. So, I was on a date with a girl that had a long blonde hair that I kind of liked. So we went to see a movie and about halfway through I went to the restroom. When I came back, it wasn't until I sat down that I realized I had forgotten to zip up my fly. I didn't want her to see, see me zip it up, so I sort of just awkwardly held the popcorn bowl at my crotch so she wouldn't see. Anyway, when the movie ended, she saw that one of her friends was sitting in the row in front of her, so she waved to say hi and started talking. I thought, oh my god, now's my chance, and I quickly zipped up my fly without her noticing. Success! That was until she stood up to go hug her friend, and when she did, her head quickly jerked to the side. Her hair had gotten caught in my zipper. I wanted to die. Oh. Crazy. I also love how everyone has been writing these stories. It's like, we've got authors for sure. I know. What would you do? Like if you were on a date, like have you ever had an embarrassing thing happen on a date? Like that's super embarrassing. If you're not like, that. if you're the thing is, dating. You should have just acknowledged the situation right away. Yeah, it's almost like just do it. You know what I'm saying? Just do it. Yeah, just pull the don't hesitate. Zipper boy. <laughs> that one, honestly, boy. after the fossilized poo, it's not shaking me to my core the same I agree. way. But not ideal. Not ideal. We can definitely say not ideal. Okay, back to you. One right Wait, there. can I read this one? Because I go. I died. Okay, I named it Bold Love, Bold Puke. I can't believe that you're naming me. <laughs> okay. Adam also said I've collected a new laugh in quarantine, which... I what do you have. mean? Did you just hear my laugh? The <laughs> like, is that the, new? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound, it sounds like a fake okay. laugh. Bold love, bold puke. 1 a.m. in the club. I was dancing my heart out, enjoying the company of my best friends while we, while we took shots and had not a care in the world. Out of nowhere, my body took a turn and it was time to vomit up all those tequila and Jaeger shots. I was in a panic to get to the bathroom fast enough. In that exact moment, one of my best friends came up to me and said, I need to talk to you about something outside. It's really important. My drunk self thought it was a smart idea to just hold in the puke and pretend like everything was normal. We started walking outside and, I, and my needing to puke started to become more and more by the second. We get outside and I knew I didn't have very long before it happened. I was trying to come up with a solution to step away for a minute and in that moment he grabbed my hand, looked me, looked me in the eyes and told me for the first time that he was in love with me and had been for years. About 0.2 seconds after he finished his sentence while looking, while I was looking him in the eyes, I proceeded to vomit all over him. The first words out of his mouth were, well, that's not the reaction I was expecting, but I guess this means you don't love me back. Ah! I <laughs> I didn't love him back, she writes. He was one of my best friends, but I but I felt no more than that. Oh. So I had to clean up my puke off him and then clean up his heart for the next year. FML. Wait, these are good. That is crazy. <laughs> Have you ever puked on someone? No. Have I puked on someone? Um, you've puked. Oh, I've puked in hats. In, in, in buckets, <laughs> like in. <laughs> In objects, I've, I've puked in and on things, oh, but God. I've never like looked at someone and then 
Like, part of me wants that success story, though. Like, I wouldn't Ugh. mind if that transpires one day, but it has to be for, like, I no. hope it's an enemy. I don't, I don't wish my puke on... I hope it... That's what I'm saying. I hope it's someone I hate. I hope I, like, run into an ex-boyfriend, and then it just... I'm triggered, and I puke on them. The only time, actually, that I had an actually really traumatizing puking story, and it wasn't... I was actually just sick as a child, and I've never seen anything quite like my puke before, I thought I was feeling better and my grandma was babysitting me and I asked her to make me a triple like layer grilled cheese sandwich, which on request, I don't, I don't eat that commonly. don't think I've ever eaten it before. Yeah. My grandma being the super grandma she was made this triple layer like white bread grilled cheese kind of thing, right? And I like scarfed it down and immediately like vomited, but it came out like a giant snake, a snake of like, That's disgusting. you know, if you have like white bread and it's like mushed and oh. it, it was, and it, and it shot out at my poor grandma as a solid rope. Like it was. That's gross. Yeah. 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 Let's not talk about that. Okay. Next story. <laughs> you have puke phobia. A lot of people, my mom. I used to have huge puke phobia. See, I don't a, anymore. The idea of someone else puking on me though, that is like, yeah, I can't deal with that. Okay, um, okay, some of these I actually haven't read in advance, so yeah. Oh, I almost said their name. This is my story. I beg you to make it anonymous. Everyone just wanting to <laughs> yeah. make sure their name's in the clear. Okay, so for such a long time, I've always wanted to be a YouTuber. So I used to film these videos that were like YouTube videos, but I would never upload them. I can totally relate to that. Okay. Um, nobody knew about them. I was, I always, even I always knew it was dumb. So on New Year's Eve, I was filming this vlog where I was like, come follow me on New Year's Eve. For some reason, I didn't delete that video. And then one day I asked my dad to charge my phone on his charger since mine was broken. Since he knew my password, he was going through my phone and saw the video. That's weird. Um, then he called me into, into the room and showed me the video. My face was bright red and burning up. I hid myself in the closet for so long. It was truly so awkward for weeks. It was ridiculous. Okay, I can definitely resonate. You know what I still do to this day? I, when I'm like feeling myself, I'll be like, oh, I think I can like sing. I think I have a really good voice. Let's all be clear. I am a horrible singer and everyone knows that. But sometimes I'll be like home alone. I'm like, oh, I should maybe record myself and like see if it sounds as good like as it's sounding in my head, my head right now. Yeah. So like on Snapchat, I'll just like test out, like do a little line or like sometimes I'll record it on like photo booth, but then you forget to delete it oh or like I God. save it in my like memories and stuff. And... Oh God, and then like one time someone came across and they're like, what's going on? And like, you know, I'm fully like trying to like, this is real, like singing yeah, yeah, Demi yeah. Lovato, like go in and like, um, so moral of the story, if you're going to record yourself just being know an idiot, that it lives. Yeah. just delete it. Like don't, do not forget. I think like, yeah, I'm sure I have crazy videos like that. I would feel very like to that topic. I would feel very uncomfortable if someone just like grabbed my phone and started like actively well, being able to pursue my videos. Cause it's uh, like nothing on there is like you know, gonna incriminate me or is even that bad, but there's something so personal about like moments that have been captured of you. Like photos, I don't even think I I'm gonna say, much. yeah, anonymous. Video. I have to flag the fact that your dad knows your phone password and just scrolls through. Yeah, change a little, that. That's a, maybe, I mean, I guess it depends how old you are. If you're like fully an adult, that's probably a little odd. Like, yeah, I don't I, like that. I mean, I definitely, yeah, I just don't want anyone going through my camera roll, but. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this next What's one. What's going on? Well, there's, I have a few really good ones that I just cannot. Okay, okay. I named this one Born, Born With It. <laughs> okay, growing up, I had a birthmark. I got it removed last year for health reasons, and I used to do track and field a lot as a kid. One time I was waiting to do, to do my running for long jump, and a grown man came up to me. He licked his finger and said, oh, hon, you've got ketchup on your forehead. And right before he touched my forehead, I was like, dude, that's my birthmark. Little seven-year-old me was floored. 
Aww. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I've also, have you ever had like a foot and, foot and mouth moment where... What's that? Is that what it's called? Or tongue and... Foot and mouth? Oh, like your foot in your mouth moment? Like meaning like you misspoke? Yes. Like in a situation like that, like being like, oh, here, you got something on your face. And I'm like, that's my mole. Or like... Oh, have you like, done that? I've, I've never done that to I've anyone. probably done that to people. Or no. like... I've definitely, I, can, I can't think of something off the top of my head, but I definitely have those moments where you're like, oh shit, I was just trying to help you, but I didn't even right. think, like, I mean, like, this is, like, creepy. This is, like, an old man to a young That, girl. I have to say, there's another element that I may, I'm not comfortable with, <laughs> but yeah, that yeah. definitely sucks. If you have a birthmark, or, yeah. birthmark, or, oh, you know what that actually reminds me? I feel like people have done that to me with my warts. They're like, oh, there's something on your foot. I'm like, nah, there's just a fucking Oh, I think I've done warts. that to you, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jacqueline has yeah. done this before. But that's what's so, like, it's like that thing, it's like they're trying to actually help you, but then it gets so awkward, because you're like, this is my body, or this is how I am right yeah. right oh god yeah and I think the like I can actually I can empathize on both ends because I think I've been on both ends yeah I used to have a really bad speech impediment growing up and my r's were like w's we yeah. talk about this all the time you're like no that's just my accent yeah thinking it was an accent but I had this one specific memory and oh my god thinking back I'm so embarrassed I was at the dentist and whoever was cleaning my teeth was just like making a small talk with little grade two Jacqueline and they're like what's your favorite class or in school or what's your favorite subject so I said art but I'm sure it sounded like art, art. Like it probably oh. art. Like I, I couldn't say art with right. like the R. And I remember she's like, oh, I, I, what's that? I'm like, you know, like painting and crafts, like oh. art. And she's like, I, oh, I've never heard of that before. It must be a new subject. And I remember being like in grade two, being like, you <laughs> dumb idiot. Art is not new. Art has been around. So I'm like trying to communicate. Bitch, art, art is not new. Art class. It's not new. Like I don't, and I remember being like, this dumb girl does not know what art is. <laughs> And then, yeah, this poor woman, but uh, it's one of those things. I love it. No, I'm sad. Okay, well, do you want me to tell a mark? funny one then? Yeah, bring me back. Bring okay. me back up one. Okay. Um, this one I called Motorcycle Boy. I hate that you've named these. I'm originally from New York, but moved to Los Angeles to tackle a new job. I met a bad boy bartender one night, and we totally hit it off. He had a motorcycle and was pretty wild. We spent a lot of that summer falling in love and zooming around town. When the summer came to an end, I learned that he was in a green card marriage. Yes, plot twist. As I'm sure you can imagine, we are no longer together. Oh, wow. Could you imagine you dated someone all summer, and then they're like, yeah, I'm married. I was listening to a podcast and very similar story. Really? It's like, I feel like that story is more common. Than you would even than know. Than you would think. But how, it's like, you think you know someone. You think you know someone. I mean, yeah. Like, what a crazy People are crazy. Situation. People are crazy. It just also, also makes me like, realize how boring and like Also, like, when green is. card marriages then, like, it always makes me, like, would you do it? Like, just marry someone for a green card? No. No. Yeah. What, would you? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the thing is, you'd have to actually be dating, in my opinion, because, like, I had a friend that went through that process. To be fair, it wasn't with the U.S. It was, like, Czech, I think. Anyways, it doesn't even matter. The whole real part of the story is that she falsely married someone so that she could stay for she a dating, certain country. Was she dating the... the she was dating him, okay. and the point was... That and, I can get a bit more. And No, but she was saying you would have to be dating them to, at the very least because the questions they ask you when you go through the process is insane. They'll be like, what side of the bed do you sleep on? And both partners have to answer the same. What drawer in the house do you keep your underwear? And both partners oh, have to, to answer the same. Oh, to make sure people what aren't... What color is your, tooth, is your boyfriend's toothbrush? Because it's like, <laughs> you would actually know Damn. Where, what, like, Adam's toothbrush is blue. It's like, you would know that if you're actually with them and living with them damn so they ask you like she told me this like the craziest craziest 
questions just to get you, just to make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons, not just for a green card. Okay, this one, again, I have not proofread this, so I hope this is a good one. This is something that happened to me earlier this year when we could travel. A few people from my family, my mom, my stepdad, and my stepsister, and me, my brothers, and my brothers were in Germany with their dad. We went to Butlins, which is a campsite kind of thing near where I live, and we got, we got out of the car, I took a few bags up to our room, and left a few things in our car. Seems like things would go wrong in Butlins. <laughs> yeah, Butlins seems like something would be wrong. I was sent to go get them because I, it was only about four things, they were actually quite big, so I came running back with all the stuff because I got scared, and I thought I saw someone coming towards me with a mask as I was carrying something, so I got really scared. So I ran back shaking, and I was surprised that I didn't drop anything. The door is all glass and there's a small step that you have to go up to get inside. And I remember this happening in slow motion. I ran into the glass door, burst into tears because, well, hormones, and everyone from our household came to check on me, except my stepsister. She saw me and started chuckling to herself. Okay. But I stood up and said I was fine and stormed inside. Well, I tried to. I tripped over the step and landed <gasps> face first on the hardwood floor. Ooh. This hurt a lot. Wait, oh my, God, that is traumatic. So you realized, you thought you saw something, it scared you, and then it caused you to run into a glass door, basically. I've definitely run into glass doors before. That is, I feel like, such a common thing. In More so as much... a kid, like not now, really. Like I can't imagine the last time I did oh, it. Oh, I remember my poor grandma, God bless, in the last like year she did this. Oh, wow. Um, the sliding door, it was like cleaned so well that it looked like it wasn't even a door. And she just <laughs> thought it was open. So they actually put stickers now on That's the glass smart. door That's so smart. that way they can see if it's open or closed. Oh my God. I don't know about you. I feel like I'm less embarrassed if things were to happen around my family, but it's more like if it's like new friends or people that I'm not as close with, then right. things are 10 times more embarrassing. Right. Yeah. It's weird how that is like how it's more embarrassing. You would think it'd be more embarrassing with people that know you, but it's more embarrassing with a stranger. Right. Which that makes I no guess, sense. Cause it's like, they don't even yeah, know. Why you would you care? So weird, but I get it. I, yeah. It is. You're that way though. Right? Like I'm that I way. I think so. Yeah. I think I could be embarrassed by my family too. It, oh, it I definitely depend. can as well, but I feel like it's almost more mortifying when it's- Yeah, it's more mortifying Someone you kind of know. I agree. Okay, hit me with your next one. Okay, this one I named, oh no, this one was pre-named. God bless the person that wrote this. Ridding my body of bad situations. Oh no. Okay, so not long ago, I was looking for some local art to spice up my apartment, and I got a recommendation from a friend to check out this print shop that curates art for your home with an art therapy approach. Already, I'm triggered, like art therapy. <laughs> Sounded interesting enough, so I told my partner about it and we set up a virtual call to begin the art curation the same week. When we got on the phone, we were guided through a very experimental approach that started with a performance art piece about COVID question mark question mark and ended with us having to express our feelings with no prompts or feedback. My poor partner had to go first and instantly I regretted getting us into this situation. It was so uncomfortable and he was hating this. <laughs> After about an hour and a half of flipping through an art book via FaceTime and several attempts by my partner to leave, the shop was left to curate our art. Okay, when we finally came back with our final product, the quote was far outside our prearranged budget, but I was so stressed and out and so uncomfortable and honestly couldn't bear continuing the conversation any longer that I just agreed to the price and said I'd be in the next, in the next few days to pick it all up. When I went to collect my stressful as fuck gallery wall, I brought cash as requested. They told me they couldn't give me change. They suggested further charging me more money than the already outside of my budget costs 
that I had stupidly already agreed to. I was so shocked and mad and annoyed that I didn't even want to be there anymore, so I made a sassy comment and walked into the shop with my stupid art. I still have not hung up that art. I'm too triggered by it. I look at that bag every day and I shudder. Oh, and on my way home, I shit my pants. Your body really does know when you need to get bad stuff out of your system. <laughs> Slide that in there. Uh, yeah, just, just How do you feel well. about an art therapy approach, like virtual art therapy? All of that was just a lot. I hate the idea of overcharging. I hate that they said that you had to pay in cash and then they tried to upsell. I just hate I know, that upsell. whole approach. I hate that too. And especially if you know it's a situation where the person is clearly being such a taking nice person advantage and they're taking advantage of yeah. and they're probably clearly uncomfortable and someone is just pushing and pushing. I agree. So it's like, I feel just bad. I know. I and feel bad as too. well. I'm sorry you shit yourself. I know. Aww. I don't know. Yeah. Like I feel like I don't like when like small shops and like, like, like people like that take advantage of the local community. It's like, this is like a local place. Like you're, you're probably going in to support local art and then it's just yeah, you're being upcharged. Like, I just hate that approach. Lack of transparency. Yeah, transparency never always it. wins. Okay, I have kind of another poop one, but okay. I'm loving all of the potty talk. Okay, this one says, I had to poop in public. Food poisoning hit me like a ton of bricks all of a sudden, and it was just coming right out of me. So I dropped my pants on a busy street in the bushes. I couldn't fathom actually shitting my pants. What would you have done? I still feel bad for the old man that watched in horror. I mean... I get it. Yeah. It's a situation, like, I would much rather Would you just... rather poo in your car or poo in, like, if you... Oh, were... I'm shitting in public in a bush instead of on my own property. Yeah, I Like, agree. I'm not shitting in my car. And, like, I'm If also... you had a bag, would you shit in the bag? What if it broke? If it was in the car... If I was, okay, if I was on a highway and couldn't get off, a bag would be the next option, I think. Right. I mean, what else are you going to do? Right. But if it was, there was grass or something nearby. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go to like a very, like if it's someone's house, I'm not stopping on their front lawn, but if it's like <laughs> some forested area, oh, I'll hop in I there. I mean, forest. Yeah. Well, um, Adam, when he first moved to Toronto, he told me this story about how his parents, like they never used to come to Toronto before he moved here. Like they oh, would always, they're okay. from London, Ontario. They wouldn't necessarily come to Toronto that often. So Adam was in first year university and his parents were like super excited to see him. They hadn't seen him in a few months. I think they came up for Thanksgiving. So like October. Yeah. And it was like their first like big visit to Toronto and they just got into the city and they had parked their car and they were walking to go to like a nice, like fancy dinner. And... <laughs> So it's like Adam and his mom and his dad and Adam's mom is like the most like gracious, like very like proper woman, you know, and, oh, no. and she's like walking and then all of a sudden a homeless person is like right in front of her, like just on the sidewalk, like bare bones, like sidewalk, like on the concrete and just rips down her pants and rips some like oh, insane no. poo onto the ground. Oh, and she's probably like, this is why I don't come to no. the city. And Gloria was like, ah! like, could you imagine? And she's like, uh, I just got to Toronto. Like, this is my welcome into the city. Yeah. There also, I feel like it's been an influx. I've been going on my daily walks. I have, I think it's three times now, which is more three times too many walking by men peeing in public. Really? Yeah, one was on the side of like shoppers. And like, we're not. Do you think that's because of COVID? Because all the like local bathrooms are closed? I don't care what it is. Like, sir. Like, also just so. Ugh. I mean, yeah. Like, have you had to if pee outside since COVID? No, 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 no. Oh. Have, have you? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, no, there's no there's no bathrooms open in the city. 
Like everything is closed. Like okay, you so you just peed. No, I go into the forestry. Like I like. I, oh, you have. Yes. Well, what are you gonna do? You literally are gonna pee your pants. Like, how do you do that? I just don't understand. How are you in this situation? How are you so Parkings. far? Oh, I see, I see. How are you in this situation? Like, how are you so far from home with such a full bladder? Um, yeah, because yeah. if you take drinks to the park and you're having a parking, to be fair, I'm like always so respectful. I like, go into the depths of the park. Like, I don't go on people's property. I'm very much like on. <laughs> you're like, this was me last week. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. I once had an incident. I always have a peeing problem. And I have probably as like a 12 or 13, like enough that it was like two, it wasn't a kid. Like I was old enough. Yeah. And I had to pull off to the side of the highway and I just, I, I peed. Um, I, again, personally, like I'm not trying to pee in public, but I, I kind of have no problem with that stuff. Right. But yeah, it's just, I get it. There's isolated cases where it's just got to happen, but I don't appreciate like the few times when I was walking by these men peeing on the yeah. side of, as I walk out of shoppers, I was like, sir, yeah. like even just like pick a, pick a alley. There's an alley behind here. Like why? Right. Totally. You know, like that's just a situation. Totally. It didn't seem like it was urgent, you know? Yeah. Okay. I have a story here. This says, um, okay. I just started grade nine and I used to live in yoga pants. Didn't we all? I never really thought of underwear lines or about wearing a thong until one day at lunch, some girl I was eating with made a comment about how I had underwear lines. Oh. Do you remember? That was actually a thing. I remember. Really? Oh. Well, I always wore thongs. So oh, see, that was a, such a conversation even in my school. Interesting. Um, at the time, I was mortified. I mean, underwear lines with leggings are... <laughs> I Bad mean, look. I don't Turns out you were the one bullying this girl in the story. <laughs> at the time, I was mortified. How dare I show the world that I do, in fact, wear underwear and none other than a bikini cut. Absolutely unacceptable. So, too embarrassed to ask my mom to buy me thongs, mm -hmm. I thought I could just avoid this issue by manually turning my bikini underwear into a thong. But just, as you guessed... Shoving the extra material up my ass crack. Uh, I walked around I like that. that for at least two months, completely satisfied with my new invention until I finally caved and bought a thong. That's funny. That is I actually relatable. I have definitely done that before. I also just feel like I um, remember getting my first thong and like I Same. think I accidentally snuck it in. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just like got it in with the order and I think I was with my friend's mom so I wasn't even with my mom and I think... I think my friend and I just kind of snuck them into the order and we had matching totally. ones and it was like our little like secret, but I remember it got a lot of use because then I was That like, was your go-to yeah, underwear. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want underwear lines. I think it's one of those things too. I actually remember the exact same thing and oddly a very similar story. I remember I was mine at- was bright orange. Oh, mine was like cheetah print. Act. It was like it the only like, Victoria's Secret It had like a thing idiot. on it. Like, you know how they used to have like insane- <laughs> Why did Victoria's Secret I think it said paint? like sweet on it with, oh, like, my God. with like a cherry. Oh my Jesus. God. No, I remember being at the store and my mom's also like a very chill person. I remember also too. Yeah, it's that I awkward. That's what I'm saying. It I is don't just know a, why I was- When ashamed. you're like 11, 12, like it is that awkward conversation though. I get it. So I was the same thing. I didn't want to be like, mom, I want to wear thongs. Yeah. But I remember being out buying new underwear and we had someone kind of helping us like pick the right styles and whatever. And I remember I was like, oh, I could just like wear a thong. And my mom's like, yeah, like sure. But like, like she thought I didn't want that. She thought I was like feeling like I should. Right. So then she's like, yeah, but you can get this style too. And I think the worker there kind of was like, oh, like this girl, this young girl is trying to get a thong. So I think she actually put one in our, in our cart or in our bag. Oh, like I don't even nice. think we had paid for it. Cause I remember getting home and being like, oh, that girl put a thong in here, but like we didn't buy it. So I think she was actually like my wing woman back wow. in the day. And I then do that for someone for sure. I know. I think she was actually trying to help me. And then I was like, oh my God, mom, she put a thong in here. And my mom was like, oh, well maybe you'll like it. Like try it kind of thing. Like she obviously didn't care. Right. And I was like, oh my God, that woman was like totally picked up my vibe. That's also like when that's like, 
I mean, exposed, but, like, it's so lucky to have an older sister. Yeah. Because I would just fucking steal her thongs. Like, I know that's crazy, but, like, I think any sister sister would say that. Yeah, I feel like older sisters, it's like you've already paved the way and it's just so that's handy. That's true, that's true. See, I was so then the I first would just girl fucking in my family. Steal them. That is so funny yeah. and relatable. And relatable. No underwear lines here. No underwear lines on Potty Talk. All right, um, here's another one. This one I called New York State of Mind. I was on a work trip in New York City and we were staying in a super high-end hotel. The heat of luxury. I was coming off a pretty busy few weeks and wanted to let out some steam. We went on a client dinner and the drinks started rolling, maybe a little too quickly. By the time I left dinner, I was already feeling like a million bucks, but we decided to hit up the local lobby for a little jazz bar situation. Someone ordered me a few rounds of shots and I started to feel so sick. I immediately ran to puke in this far too nice five-star hotel bathroom with puke basically in my hands as I ran to the toilet. I somehow pulled it together enough to politely tell the clients I had to go to bed and escape the scene. But what happens next is where the true details lie. I thought to myself that I must be pregnant because I never puke from alcohol, not understanding 10 drinks may do that to a person. I jumped out of this dainty, I jumped out of my dainty dress and threw on a big fur coat with nothing else underneath it. It was the middle of December and thought to go on a hunt to CVS for a pregnancy test at 1am in the New York City morning. My colleague was staying a few floors above me so I thought it would be responsible to let her know that I was leaving. She obviously could tell I was drunk and tried to simply put me downstairs and told me to go back to bed. I proceeded to lose the plot and ran around this five star hotel room screaming, I'm a grizzly bear! And then... Oh yeah, call back to my earlier fur coat situation. I did make it to bed, I did puke all night and in the morning, and somehow made it to the client meeting the next day. Stunning turn of events, I was simply drunk, not pregnant. Oh, that is too much. I love that naked underneath, but fur on top only. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's the first instinct when you decide you need to go get a pregnancy test. I feel like test. there's something about being drunk that, like, you don't want clothes on. Is that a thing? Like, you rid yourself of just nakedness or like you know when you're at the club like I relate to the idea of like when you're at the club and you're in like your hot ass outfit but then you return home and immediately you're just like get this tight shit off I also just love the idea of after a night of being out and drinking someone's first instinct because of puking is oh I must be pregnant this must be morning sickness versus (laughs) I'm just sick from all the alcohol (laughs) like that is a great a great concept but they never let us know were they pregnant I need the end of the story Maybe no. they were. No, they weren't because the, the end of the story was stunning turn of events. I was simply drunk, oh, not, not pregnant. pregnant. Oh, woo. Yeah. Damn. Could you imagine that's the plot twist in it's the like, end? I am with you child. actually were just so three weeks old. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, this one here says, so I was at work and I was angry at one of my colleagues who had messaged me on Skype. So I messaged another colleague to tell her the story, but for some reason my Skype glitched and I ended up calling the person that I was mad at and I didn't mm. like how... And I was saying, I didn't like how idiotic they were being. Let's just say it wasn't my finest moment. Moral of the story, don't talk shit about someone at work. Ooh. That is, again, high-key relatable. I've had a situation. Do you ever, okay, does this ever happen to on your phone where even, like, you'll, like, go to FaceTime someone, but then, like, the screen will refresh, and then, like, you'll click the wrong name, or you accidentally call the wrong person? Wait, did I tell you about the fact that I, oh, this is so stupid. My sister's name is in my phone twice. One being her actual number and name. The other one being her ex-boyfriend, but under her name. Oh, no. So, a few years ago, but to be fair, it has the dancing emoji. So, I always know the dancing emoji is the ex-boyfriend, but it says Paige Webster, dancing emoji, and then just Paige Webster. So, I know normal Paige Webster doesn't have the emoji. Ask me why I didn't just put her ex's name as the number, but one day... 
<laughs> Pukes on camera now. Can you imagine? I just well, <laughs> I throw up. And I've been saying, I'm like, I'm gonna shit myself all day. You're you're puking. I'm just shitting. We're so triggered by these stories. Uh, no, I fucking called him thinking it was my sister. This was years ago. I now I can differentiate the numbers now. I should just change the name. Delete yeah, it. But so. My lazy ass has never changed the name, but I'm aware of it now. So I fucking call. And the crazy part is it made me feel really sad because- He wasn't doing well. No, because my number, when it comes up, it doesn't say Tori Webster. It actually comes up as my dad's corporate name, which is my entire family because we're so all he under thought the it corporate was account. He thought it was my sister. So did you just pretend you were Paige? He was like, hey Paige. And I was like, hey, Connor. Oh, and I just hung up. And then I felt so bad because I was like, oh my god, he's probably like, my ex is calling. She's, like, she she's misses me. And then I told my sister and she goes, fucking delete the number, Tori. Oh, that's a dumb move. Well, like, she's totally. fully in another relationship. So from her perspective, she's like, you're an asshole for even calling him. Like, right. for sure. But yeah, no, talk oh, about like shit. that wrong number. That's the thing. Sometimes, sometimes the iPhone be glitchy. And yeah, I've yeah. called the wrong people before or like, you know, like immediately. Like, I'm, oh my god, this actually happened like not too long ago. Yeah. I was um, talking to someone on the phone and was frustrated. Yeah. And then immediately went to go call someone else and immediately just called them back again. I was like, shit. Oh, like no. all those things happen all the I time. I always like have this weird trigger and I think I should also delete this number. There was like an old like ting of mine, like not a, a not a boyfriend by any means, but like, like a, a situation in high school that we definitely had a moment. Yeah. And I really should not reveal the name, but first name, same as my current boyfriend, like Adam. His name oh, is also God. Adam. But you get into too much trouble saying people's names, names on the podcast. <laughs> Adam. Um, but it's fine. So whatever. My current boyfriend's name is Adam, but this guy who was from back in the day, his name is also Adam. And I have this deep, it's never happened, but I have this deep sense in my soul that like one night drunk or like stupidly, I'm going to like click the wrong Call Adam. And I just am waiting for that day. And what will I say? Hey, what's up, Tori? Uh, hi. Uh, you're not my Adam. boyfriend. Like, hang up. Damn. Like, I just am triggered. Oh, yeah. You got to be careful. Do you want me to read one? Um, yeah, go for one more. I have another one here, too, after. Okay. This one I named first period. I was in Greece, and I was 11 years old on a family vacation. And me and my grandpa and cousins went to a historic castle. And there was sand that was this reddish, dusty color. When we got back to my grandparents' house, I wanted to go swimming at the beach. But while changing, I noticed that my underwear had red sand in it. But then my mom told me it was actually my period. And I cried there for about an hour, sad and confused. Oh, no. Aww. Yeah, first periods suck. I, I like thought I was just dying for like three months before I realized. Oh, really? Yeah, like I think I was stupid because you know when you like, I mean this is kind of gross, but like your first period is not a period. It more looks like you shot yourself. Yeah, they always warn you. They're like, it's gonna be brown. Like it's like poo brown. So I kept thinking, oh no, I'm having like a shitting problem. <laughs> oh no, I've shit myself again. So like I'd be, I was in grade seven when I got my period, which I guess is pretty early really I guess or I normal, pretty, is pretty normal? Average. Grade seven? I feel like I was late because mine was grade 8 to grade 9 oh yeah that is later so grade 7 so I get my period and I just remember being like damn I keep shitting myself oh no but then then my mom actually is the one who called me out because she goes Tori did you get your period and I go no because <laughs> <laughs> back then I wasn't doing my laundry she was doing my so, laundry wait, so you fully the whole time thought it wasn't I was just shitting in my underwear I just can't <laughs> Like, I'll just throw those in the wash. Throw them under the cupboard with the other that's ones. That's what I'm saying. And I just throw them in the wash. So then finally my mom was like, Tor, like, no, like, you're on your, like, that's a period. Like, and I was like, whoa, that's a period? Because it just, 
I just shit. thought I was shit. <laughs> But yeah, so don't feel That's bad if you're so in grade funny. seven and you thought you pooed yourself. It's actually just your vagina bleeding. So I remember, because my mom used to teach. <laughs> we have an audience right now who is enjoying these stories too much. Um, so my mom used to teach like grade eight, loved teaching sex ed. Like I remember even as a kid, she would have all of her like books in our basement. So as kids, we would like go through and be like, ew, genital warts. And, like close all these like things. Like so funny. And my mom just being like truly the best human, like always like so real, like would always have these honest chats with us and, you know, gave us the talk quite young. And um, so I've always been like ready for my period. And my mom was so cute. She had like a little bag ready for me, like got different sa sizes of pads, wings, no wings, tampons, oh, like that's liners. Like she was like, and I always had it in my backpack. So you knew when from, you like, shit yourself that it was actually Well, from like grade four onwards. And so, some of my friends, it's, some of my friends had gotten their period really early. And I think I had just read something four. recently where, the age is actually getting younger Why? throughout generations. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like environmental factors or how that Hormonal. works. Mm -hmm. But kids are apparently getting periods younger and younger now. Weird. Don't, I mean, clear, I don't know where the studies are for that, but I, I've heard someone say that. Anyways, long story short, so I was like ready slash like new since grade four. I was like, okay, gotta be ready. But every day, low-key like lived my life in anxiety because I knew all my friends had their period. Whoa. And I mean, I was like a gymnast. I was like super like lean as a kid. Like those things can also attribute to having your period later. Yeah. And, um, and I, and I didn't have my period like again until end of grade eight. Yeah, it's pretty so late. every day I was like, oh, is today going to be the day? Is today? But then I finally when I got it, I was like, oh, okay. Clearly like, I wasn't worried. I was in shit stormed underwear for <laughs> three, three months. months. Like Aww. I just like didn't care, but I, that triggered another story, which, oh, like, have you ever had like a really terrible, like period leak? I actually am lucky. I, I, there was I, this girl, I I'll share it. her embarrassing story because it was so embarrassing. <laughs> I'll share this on her behalf. Shout out to Catherine. Her name is <laughs> No, don't actually say her name. No, no, no. This was like, this was from literally grade five if she oh. came after me like i mean bruh like no she's not listening to the pod oh, but i'm gonna have to edit these out she literally was wearing the whitest of snow pants oh and through a snow pant no 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 white white as snow like white pants oh i, I just said that she's wearing white snow pants like she bled through no. snow pants that's a lot of insulation no, she was just wearing like white right. jeans which like white jeans already, scary, scary, scary. But then I guess like she was wearing like a pad and then I guess it was like seeping through the pad. We were like, it must've been like actually grade six or seven because oh, we were old enough. Bold of her to wear white pants on her period. And then, and then she like got it from the chair and it was like on the chair and then she had to walk to the bathroom. Oh, I felt shit. so bad, like she had to do the like walk of shame from the chair all the way like through the classroom yeah. to the bathroom. I luckily have never had that, but I have stained. This was my most embarrassing. I didn't change a pad. I was like, just didn't. And <laughs> I was sleeping at my friend's house. Luckily, like it was like one of my best friend's house. So, like it is what it is. But I fully stained her sheets. Like, you know, when you like wake, mm. wake up in the morning, it's like leaked through the sheets and it was her sheets. And I was like, bro, yeah. I'm so sorry. Especially at that age too. Like it's just like so you're uncomfortable not as candid. talk. Exactly. You're not as you're candid. Like, I'll, I'll do the laundry. Uh, so-and-so. Yeah, like, like, you're not like, as oh, candid. Shit, man. You're like, bro, I fucking bled all this yeah. onto your sheets. Like Damn. now it would be like hilarious. I'd literally like, <laughs> I'd take the sheets off and donate them to the friend. I'd be like, they're yours now. <laughs> but like Damn. at that age, you don't it have, is. it's so traumatizing. You don't have the level of maturity to just be like, this is normal this is not your fault well it's also i feel like sometimes the way people angle it too like society make like, it shameful now, well, well yes or on the reverse they're like now you're becoming a woman congratulations it's uh, like why is it all this thing it's just like you have your period now like it's nothing like worth like 
having an entire party for it's also not anything to be ashamed of it's just like yeah, it is what life. it is yeah and it's always it always was so like uh, embarrassing to me as a young kid yeah when people would make it such a thing it's like it just is don't like make it weird one way or the other yeah but oh god that's I'm I'm just sorry. I know. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry Damn. for I said your There's name. There's so a few many times. more. We'll have to bank some of these and share them later. Still, like now, I mean, obviously now we're finally at the place of doing our podcast in person. Tori is now in my bubble. Um, you guys know I was literally alone for like three months, bro. It was not it. Yeah. But so excited to finally be reunited and to be able to do potty IRL. I feel like it's just not the same doing it on Zoom. It's true. So I'm so glad we're back to in person. And we're gonna kind of test out. We're shooting now in Tor's house and hopefully the audio is good today. Yeah. We're still obviously not in studio with our proper mics and everything, so that's don't, it. Don't Maybe. hate us too much. Also, we did want to say a big thank you again. I, we mentioned it at the beginning, but one year of potty talk. That's absolutely insane. It's kind of in a way flown by, but also it's like, how have we had so many hours of us? Just, I know. Like Speaking. talking about nothing. <laughs> talking about absolutely nothing. Nothing of substance. Um, anyways, but thanks guys always for tuning in and for supporting the podcast. And we're excited for more shit stories to come. All right, roses and thorns. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. Oh, we're so out of practice. Okay, uh, thorn. Thorn is that, I, I, well, we were talking about this earlier. I actually am on my period. And you know that one moment of just like a period shit. I'm just yeah. like, I feel like I just need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I hate that. So I'm just in a little like discomfort right now, but I'm, I'm okay. But definitely a thorn in my, in in my uterus right now. Thorn in my um, and a rose is, it stopped raining. It yeah. was like oddly a thunderstorm and humid and like weird. But now it looks like it's somewhat clear skies. True. Another rose is filming the podcast here yeah and something i'm looking forward to is oh i've been rollerblading a lot nice. these last few days so i'm looking forward to going for a rollerblade oh, tomorrow that's nice um okay thorn is um what is my thorn today i feel as if oh my god i had a client call this morning and i didn't realize it was a video call and i had like just <laughs> gotten out of the shower and i accepted the call thinking it was a audio call but it was fully not it was visual and i was like oh and then i had this like freak out moment because i was fresh out of the shower that was a thorn and i, I mean it was like a big client so i really like that's just <laughs> embarrassing have not been naked on Should, yeah um and then a rose is um we're having a little bit of like a girls night tonight we're down for that and super excited got the rose in the freezer that's the energy of hey, this yo. evening um so that is that is lit another rose is um, a new episode of the views podcast came out today. So oh, I, I didn't see it. Oh, I love going on my like jogs on Mondays or Tuesdays when the new episode comes out. Like, I hope you guys feel this way about the podcast. Like that you get I, excited. I just believe that the whole world is obsessed with David Dobrik. Oh, like I am. We just, talk about him so much. I just can't. Like, I just love, love, love his energy. So, and I, I will say he inspires so much of what I do. And I just hope that that transpires <laughs> in this podcast. Um, I know then, I'm the Jason Nash to your yes, David. thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And then but finally, like the not funny version. And then finally, Rosebud. Um, I am looking forward to um, Torchella 2020. Me too. Yeah, I'm having a, like my my like annual birthday party, and I, I think, think it's, it's gonna come to life. Even though with all this COVID stuff, I'm we'll gonna see. see. But that's it, baby. See you next week. That's been another episode of Puddy Talk. Guys, we love this you. Was fun. Bye. Bye.